Welcome to God Talk for Kids with Dan and Jackson. Okay, hey there. Welcome to the God Talk podcast. This is Dan and, and Jackson. And Jackson, and we are out enjoying a uh, nice afternoon by the pool. It's pretty hot here in Washington, and so we're sitting here with our good friend Jason Kelly, who is visiting from Florida, which is on the opposite side of the country, and he's here for a week and uh, to study. He's actually going to be in Canada this week. <laughs> privileged to have him as a guest today and uh, we thought it would be fun to ask Jason um, a little bit about himself and Jason where do you live can you tell us about yourself and about your family a little bit well I live in in Florida and uh, in a place in the middle of the state called Leesburg it's about an hour north of Orlando and used to live out here in Washington and so we we moved two years ago because the Lord called us to a church there where I'm a pastor and and uh, my wife and I have have four kids, uh, ages eight, six, four, and almost two. Did you know, Jason, when you were a little kid, or that you wanted to be a pastor? Or what age did you feel called to be a pastor? Uh, it was it was probably it, it, it was a gradual uh, sort of thing where I became more and more confident that's what the Lord was calling me to, and uh, and when I when I was confident that that was the the vocation the Lord was calling me to um, long term, it was after I had already served uh, as a pastor um, in one one position and at the end of my time there um, uh, had had a, a further sense of, of calling and, and commitment and uh, and so it, 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 it was a, it was a gradual thing um, that sort of increasingly through the input of others and and and, and inside knowing myself and, and what I thought the Lord had gifted me uh, to do and an increased uh, sense of urgency and desire to preach the word uh, that I came to a, a, a confidence that that's what the Lord was, was leading and calling me to do. Jason, what advice would you give to young people who maybe are interested in someday being a pastor or being in ministry of some sort or um, being a missionary or some sort of vocational ministry. Do you have any advice you'd give to young people? Yeah, I would say, uh, for one thing, really really get to know the Lord's Word, uh, spend time studying it and uh, learning from um, your pastor uh, in your church, your parents if they know the Lord, and... and, uh, and so spend time getting to know the Lord's Word, um, seeking to serve and, and and follow Him where He has you now. And uh, and so as you draw closer to the Lord and and as you know more about His Word and as you're uh, um, as you're you're walking with Him, then then uh, one of the memory verses we have with our kids is Proverbs three five and six: Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. So seek Him, put Him first. Seek to know His Word, serve and love Him and others. And and uh, and if He's calling you to be a pastor, um, it's a great it's a great thing to do. It's funny that you mentioned that verse. That was the verse of our last episode, wasn't it, Jackson? 
Yeah. And we didn't even tell him about it. Jackson, what questions do you have for Jason? That you, you know, you, we were talking about weather in Florida. Do you have any any questions at all for Jason about life in Florida? Yeah. Um, what is the um, like the nature like, like the trees and the grass like over there? Well, there's there's a lot. There's palm trees. And there's a lot of oak trees, and there's pine trees, and uh, and the grass is actually not as soft as the grass here in Washington. It's it's a coarser grass, and um, and so it's actually not quite as fun to run barefoot through as here. Um, but they do, but they do have grass, and then um, and then there's a lot of uh, underbush and 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 growth that's really green in Florida, um, although it's not as evergreen as in Washington. Uh, the green's a little different shade, but there's a lot of green and a lot of trees and a lot of shrubs. Cool. Um, what type of animals do you have over there? Oh, well, there's, uh, there's poisonous snakes that you have to watch out for. There's five different types of poisonous snakes. I've seen two so far, and I'm trying to see the other three. There are <laughs> eastern diamondback rattlesnakes. pygmy rattlesnakes, coral snakes, uh, copperheads, and water moccasins or cottonmouths. And uh, then there's a bunch of non-venomous snakes as well. Um, there's different, there's panthers. There's bobcats. Um, there's, oh, they're like big cats. They're like a lion, but not as big as a lion. Um, they're like a mountain lion around here. Um, there's alligators. Watch out for alligators, um, and then there's a whole lot of other uh, animals that, that that we have here, like squirrels and and uh, and uh, birds and uh, mice and that sort of thing. Um, there's armadillos. Uh, I've seen a couple armadillos, and they're kind of like possums around here. You see them hit on the side of the road, but you don't want to mess with armadillos because they actually carry Hansen's disease, leprosy. And so they've traced some leprosy to, uh, cases of leprosy to armadillos. So you want to keep your distance. Um, what else are there? Well, that's interesting. Yeah, d different huh. kinds of birds. There's uh, uh You ever seen a manatee? Yeah, there's manatees. They come in, there's, sp there's what's called, there's springs that come from the water table underneath Florida, and they stay the same temperature year-round. It's usually in, like, the mid-70s. And so in winter, when the, when the ocean water gets cooler, the manatees will come into certain of the springs to, to get into the warmer water. So there's one called Blue Springs that's known for manatees, and, and we saw some manatees in Blue Springs about a year and a half ago. Um, what of those five snakes that you said are poisonous have you seen? I've seen an eastern diamondback rattlesnake and a coral snake. What did you do when you saw those? The coral snake, I got up and took a picture of it. And uh, they're, they're not usually that big. Um, I mean, a three-foot coral snake is pretty big. And they're only probably about, I mean, an inch in diameter is pretty big for a coral snake. They're usually smaller than that. And they're, they're uh, red, black, and yellow. And so there's a little rhyme that... Uh, red on yellow kill a fellow that means it's a coral snake and they're, they're venomous so you don't want to get bit 
and then uh, red on black, a uh, friend of Jack, king snakes, sometimes mimic coral snakes, but their red stripes are next to their black stripes, whereas coral snakes, their red stripes are next to their yellow stripes. So that's how you can identify one. Mm. And, and uh, their venom is actually related to the cobra. They're not a viper. Um, all the other snakes I mentioned are vipers, and, and uh, there's not really that much uh, antivenin for coral snakes. Um, now, just to be clear, Jason, do you have a degree in either veterinary science or zoology? <laughs> no, I just did a lot of internet research when we moved to Florida about snakes. <laughs> okay, that's pretty smart. Did you want to say something, Grace? Mm -hmm. What other kinds of birds are there? Well, there's ones that we have around our place called sandhill cranes. They're really big, tall birds. They have red heads and gray feathers. Um, there's a whole bunch of birds. I don't even know their names because they're different from what I'm used to around here. Are there flamingos there? I no? think there might be. There's none around us, but I think maybe if you, yeah, if you get further south, like toward Miami, maybe mm -hmm. down there where it's a little warmer. Oh, there's also sharks. I almost forgot to mention sharks. Um, sharks. What type of sharks? Like tiger sharks? Mm -hmm. um, any whale sharks? I don't know about whale sharks. There might be, but I don't know. I know there's tiger sharks, there's bull sharks, there's reef sharks, black tip sharks. And um, I found out bull sharks are actually the, uh, I guess pound for pound, they're the most dangerous shark in the world. I think they only get to be about eight feet or so. Um, but they're kind of aggressive, which and they and which is I think part of why they have their name bull sharks. Hmm. And they'll actually, from what I read, they'll actually they're black tip and reef sharks, which will sometimes bite humans. Usually mistakenly, will then leave after they realize it's not a fish or something. Whereas I guess bull sharks will sometimes come back and they may even target a human. And uh, so they've got those type of sharks in there. You got to watch out. Uh, I mean, it's very rare to get bit. I'm not really that concerned about going in the water, but you got to watch out if you see a fin nearby. Actually, most of the time you don't even see them when when you hear about attacks. People's out wading in the water, and then all of a sudden they're getting bit in the leg. And um, but it's very rare, and uh, it's actually more dangerous the uh, flesh-eating bacteria that's in the water out there mm. in terms of uh, human fatalities than than sharks. But but it is a danger. Is there any Yeti crabs, like the crabs that are at the bottom of the ocean? I've never heard of those type of crabs before. What are those? They're white crabs. Uh-huh. Um, they don't live up, like, where humans can go. Um, um you would have to be in a swimsuit to go all the way down. You have to, you have to go to the bottom of the ocean, the very, very bottom, uh -huh. to see them. Huh. I've never heard of those. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do some research on Yeti crabs now. That's interesting. Yeah, Jason will have to check out our hagfish episode to hear about some of the sea creatures we found okay. recently. Um Jason, you've mentioned the importance of the Bible for kids and we know that you love the word. That's part of the reason we want you to be on our podcast today. We're gonna put you on the spot and we're gonna have you give your short answer as possible um a few minutes on our question of the day which is do you remember jackson what is the bible what is the bible why is the bible important what would you tell kids and families out there about what is the bible jason and, and why is it important for us 
Well, the Bible is God's Word uh, written. It's, uh, it's inspired, and that comes from a Greek word, theanustos, which means that it's breathed out by God. So by nature, the Bible, it comes from God. It's perfect, it's authoritative, uh, it's infallible and inerrant, and it tells us uh, all the things that God wants us to know for our salvation and, and life in this world. It tells us the way to be reconciled to Him and know Him, which is um, by Jesus and His life, death, and resurrection and through faith in Him. So at the cross, Jesus died for uh, our sins that if we trust in Him, uh, we're brought to God uh, now and forever. And, uh, and so the Bible tells us about this. It, uh, it, it has at its, at its center and key what, what it's uh, about is, is Jesus. And, uh, and, and that word inspired is, is really important because it tells us that even though it was, was written by, by human authors that God carried along by His Holy Spirit, it's ultimately uh, and most importantly written by God Himself. And so it, it comes from God. It's, uh, it's uh, something that, that it's, it's really the most important uh, uh, writing that ever has been. Uh, and, and, and never will be. And so um, whether you're going to be a pastor or not, it's, it's important to, to study the Bible, um, to love the Bible, to be shaped by the Bible. Um, and, and as inspired, as authoritative, not only does that mean that, that it's true um, and that it's right in, in everything, uh, that, that, it, that it affirms, um, that it teaches us, um, but that it's also given... Uh, to shape us, to author us in our lives, to, to bring us into conformity, our minds and, and our whole lives uh, into conformity with God, who is himself the author of the Bible. And the Bible has uh, in its 66 books, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And, uh, and one of the things that, that, um, that everybody who's, who's hearing this podcast, um, who knows English, uh, it's it's a privilege that we have to have the Bible translated into our language. So so really, we have uh, the Word of God accessible uh, to us, um, and so should take full advantage and also seek to share it with others. And and if there's any languages where people don't know the Bible, one thing that you might uh, want to do that God might be calling you to do is to become a translator who could be a missionary to go to a country or a people group that doesn't yet have the Bible translated and be used of God to give them the gift of God's Word in their language. That's cool. It is cool. He did a good job, huh? Yep. The Bible's pretty awesome, huh, Jackson? Yep. It's pretty great to know that God has revealed Himself to us, and He cares about us, and wants us to know how we can love Him and be in right relationship with Him and and one another. Um. Do you have any other thoughts for us, Jackson, or for Jason while we still got him here? Any other questions? Nope. Nope. You're good? Okay. Any parting words from you, Jason? Oh, just one thing I thought of is when, when you ter- use the, the term revelation, that's important because uh, in the Bible, God reveals to us things that, that, that we, wouldn't, we wouldn't figure out on our own, um, that God has, has told us things that are that are true and of ultimate importance in the Bible and, and he's given us this gift that 
that His grace, uh, He's come to us in grace uh, to reveal Himself to us. And uh, what a privilege it is to know God who has revealed Himself to us and done so in the Bible uh, and in His Son, the living Word, Jesus Christ. Right. Thank you, Jason. Jason's going to be up here with J.I. Packer this week for a course uh, in Vancouver. And Jason, the name of your church is, what's the name of your church? If there, if we have people who hear this from northern Florida and they want to check out your church, what's the name of your church and website so they can read more about it? It's Faith Community Church, and that's www.faithcclesburg.org. Well, I love you, buddy, and uh, thanks for being on our podcast, and we hope you have a great week with old J.I. Packer. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Thanks.